When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, I'm Priya Sucheteva, your host of Training Diary Show, your journey to connect with ideas, stories, experiences and people and get a deeper understanding of the world around you starts now. A very happy new year to you all and I really, really missed you. I know we haven't catched up for a podcast or any recordings in so long, but believe me, this episode is worth waiting. Today we have Cassandra May Spitman from Germany who took India by storm with her mesmerizing renditions of Tamil songs including devotional tracks. The lady, the 21-year-old girl, a singer and artist who never visited India, founded her mention in the 105th episode of Prime Minister Narendra Modi's monthly radio show Monkey Baat. Also, this uh, visually impaired German singer, Kasame, is passionate about music and creativity so much uh, so that she started singing at a very early age. And beyond that, in this particular podcast, we have explored why India and, you know, what India has influenced uh, to Kasame and uh, and her spiritual journey from uh, the tales from her formative years and what led her to gain such big popularity at such a young age and even why she's doing what she's doing. This is a full of inspiring, um, a spiritual episode, I should say. So do not miss it out. And yeah, do check it out. So first thing that I'm really curious to know from Sesame that what sparked your love for India and how has it influenced your musical journey? And prior to that, I I should say I must welcome you on Trending Diary Show and thank you so much for getting in this time. So yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so I've been to Berkeley College of Music for five weeks when I was 15. Mm-hmm. And by that time, I didn't know anything about Indian culture, mm-hmm. Indian spirituality, etc. Mm-hmm. And um, I just had some friends which were a bit connected to this, but I, I didn't really know. I, I wasn't really attached to it. Mm-hmm. And then at that Berkeley College, there was the beginnings of the Indian Ensemble, mm-hmm. which really shocked me in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, yeah, it, it really captivated me and I listened to their performances. And then there were a lot of Indian restaurants in Boston. Okay. Um, and I've been there and in the background, there were mantras playing and it was just very, very, a very magical experience for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just fell in love and then I came back and tried to search for Indian music. And uh, I soon, I very soon found something like Bollywood music and also um, other Indian languages and yeah, things like that, spiritual songs. So it really captivated me. And every day I started learning more and more. 
Mm-hmm. Also, your renditions of the Tamil songs, especially devotional tracks, have gained immense popular popularity in India. And also about your, you know, your spiritual mantras and the things you said. I mean, who doesn't know that even our Prime Minister, Honorable Prime Minister Narendra Modi, has himself praised you uh, on pan India on pan global level. So, what really inspired you to embrace this? cultural and spiritual melodies is it something related to your spiritual journey yeah definitely like um i came to know mantras in berkeley as i said before mm-hmm. but uh i didn't really know much about it but then some really bad evidence like some really bad events happened in my life um mm-hmm. i don't want to go too much into detail but um there were many many problems and negative things and then i started to listen to mantras which motivated me a lot mm-hmm. and also to bhajans mm-hmm. and uh, soon i started to sing along with them and mm-hmm. learn like the pronunciation mm-hmm. and it just filled me with so much joy and i don't know i i can't i still can't express that feeling but i felt so free and motivated and then i thought like okay i just must try to like put this into my daily life mm-hmm. and now i sing in over i would say 12 plus indian languages wow and uh, not yeah, all also indians different. can't do that I haven't done that <laughs> lots of indians <laughs> that's coming yeah and i, I <laughs> and i started to upload videos a lot of videos on instagram and gained very much recognition from fans and followers and uh build a community and this this was just so so touching for me mm-hmm. any specific moment in your life that that really stand out and that's very close to your heart any moment that has been a most turning point of your life Yeah I think there are many moments because I think that every day is a moment for itself like you can experience something every day and I think whenever I read from my community for example that they have like little children listening to my songs to the mantras then it just it's just so heart touching to me and um I just have to smile and the way people like write the comments and text me that's just so touching so i i could not really tell a uh, really specific moment but i think every little moment is so worthy so yeah <laughs> also also take us through the you know creative process that you go i think I'm a podcaster, and I understand behind you know every podcasting, every recording, there are lots of work happens, right? So there's a creative process which people just are not aware about that. And also, we as an audience have seen you singing, you know, that beautiful uh, melodies, but we don't know the creative that how much work and what are the process that you put. So what have been your creative inspiration, or what have been your creative process? So first of all I write songs myself uh-huh. so it's like um english songs with indian languages mixed mostly hindi mm-hmm. and uh it's just that i get inspired by um 
yeah, some some words that I learn in these languages, like in Hindi, for example, I, I really get inspired and then I try to write some lines. Mm-hmm. In Hindi, it already works pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then I write the story around it in English. Okay. Um, and it's mostly about love or what I experienced from relationships or my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's mostly about that. Um, so, and when I, I also do these Instagram covers, mm-hmm. um, there's definitely some creative process involved too, because first of all, I really need to um, feel the language, feel the sound of the language, which I sing in. Mm-hmm. And uh, for example, the first Hindi cover song, which I was able to do in full was like Jagali. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. This song in particular was so inspiring because um, the, this, this, this meaning of the lyrics, I just wanted to know the meaning of the lyrics and that there are like two lovers who have to separate, but they'll meet each other again. And I just wanted to transport this feeling and also when I, uh, I, I've been watching videos where Lata Mangeshkar actually spoke about it. So my Hindi is okay enough to understand this, <laughs> I would say. And um, she says that it's so like that emotion is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So the feel or, or emotion for me is, of course, the most important thing when it comes to every Indian song I sing or every song I sing. So, Indeed. yeah, the story behind it. I think, uh, as you mentioned it beautifully, the emotions, uh, because we say music is a universal language, so emotions do embark on us. Uh, we can definitely sense that. Uh, it's beautiful. <laughs> so with uh, with that said, also take us through your through your formative years, I think our formative years has shaped us a lot into what we are doing today, whether it's about the creativity world, whether it's about the business world or the kind of person we are. So take us through your create, uh, your formative years. How was that? Yeah, so um, I would start at my childhood, actually, because since I can, since I'm able to think, actually, I was... I actually was music, to okay. be honest. Like I come from percussion. Mm-hmm. Um, I started African drum- drumming when I was three years old, mm-hmm. and uh, this was because I kept drumming with my feet on the floor the whole time, and the neighbors kept complaining. <laughs> so uh, we actually tried to lay it into my hands, and then I started African drumming, and there were many many instruments. Um, so the piano like keyboard inspired me a lot which was there Mm -hmm. but there were also many instruments from all over the world Mm -hmm. which really fascinated me Um, and then yeah I started singing and writing my first song when I was six Mm -hmm. Um, and I I couldn't I couldn't even write on my own like I had to uh, dictate it to somebody Uh um and actually, it was a, a song for my father's birthday, but it turned out that many people actually liked the song and wanted it to have on CD. Mm-hmm. Um, many people who were um, 
yeah, who had like hardships or things like that. So I I was feeling like, okay, I can move something with music. And um, then at the age of 10, I started writing in English, but I didn't really, how to say that, I didn't really find my own unique style yet. Okay. So, um, but I won some awards, like uh, in Berlin, for example, Berliner Festspiele, it's called, um, when I was 13, um, because I wrote a song about being bullied, because I was bullied okay. in school, which I can talk about. Um, but yeah, right now, it's like, everything is okay about that. Um, because we all grow older, I guess. Right. Um, yeah, so but these experiences really uh, let, let shaped take... you into what you are doing. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yes, then I was at Berkeley and then it changed, like everything changed. And then I thought like, okay, I'm slowly building up my identity. I'm having my unique style. And doing I great. just want to do lady, you're doing yeah. great. <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> what are your future plans? How do you, uh, uh, you know, look forward? Because as I have seen that you have lots of Indian audience and uh, uh, you yourself are uh, very much devoted towards the spirituality and Indian music, uh, that two of different styles. So you look forward to, you know, have a tour sometime in India or any, what are your future plans look like? So, uh, yes, definitely. When it comes to India, I am actually planning to maybe come by the beginning of this year to India. I don't know if it will be for a tour or actually for a visit with some meet and greet or anything, um, because I I just haven't been there yet. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I don't know it will be if it will be like a culture shock for me as well and um, it will if be. i started to... <laughs> yeah cultural <laughs> shock will be there but in a good way i hope <laughs> yes i hope so i i think so actually and um yeah so i will write new songs i will collaborate with uh songwriters with djs eventually um and i will try to spread the indian music uh, more into the world and into pop music maybe too wow um yeah and i will try to to do my fusion music and also keep going with the mantras so there are many projects going on actually i think <laughs> i think we cannot wait to see the another creative revolution of uh, you know in india indian music uh, i'm someone who's a deeply deeply fond of music and and the fusion always bring us surprises a different kind of emotions embarked on us whether it's the you know as you mentioned it's pop it's uh, it's it's uh, classical or anything so we are excited yeah. to see what's the cultural shock we are going to get with this uh, <laughs> of the music that you're planning uh with that said the two things that i'm really curious you know first uh that uh, one advice or one thing that you would love to say to the aspiring musicians uh aspiring uh, artist creative people how would one thing that you would love to say so i think that there are two things i would like to say uh -huh. the first thing is that don't compare to anyone else because music is so 
like it it has so much variety actually mm -hmm. and you can do so much with music right. so you don't need to compare to others to achieve the goals that they already achieved because you can achieve even they different know. goals like your own goals yeah. and yeah the, the second thing is that it's so important that you get inspired by others um on the same page actually because um there yeah there are so many influences so many different cultures and music is not limited to one specific item or culture um you can bring it to so much more variety as i said so yeah don't compare but uh don't compare to others but uh let yourself be inspired i think that would be the advice indeed make lots of sense with that said what is the uh, one trend you would like to see in the in the new evolving world one trend that you would like to you know see more embrace so this is something that i always ask to my guests so one trend that you would love to see embrace I think um, a very good trend would be the awareness of communication for me, uh -huh. that people really listen to each other, people trying to be tolerant at the first place with each other. And I think that will solve many more problems because we already have so many in this world. And um, yeah, I think that people can can be open with each other like they can have open eyes and i'm saying that as a blind person um and they can look around and find very yeah creative and inspirative people out there yeah i think it's wonderful and beautifully you have explained it uh can't agree more on this that you know uh sometimes it's really important to give that space to each other to, you know, to open up, to show our vulnerable points and that without judging someone. And that's the true point of yeah. communication when you're deeply connected and pour your heart out. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much. It was lovely, lovely talking to you. I can't wait to Thanks. host you someday in India. So do let <laughs> me know whenever you're visiting here. We'll make sure that you're going to have amazing time in India. Thank you. <laughs> sure, I will. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Hey, yeah, beautiful people. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you get some value today. This story, this conversation has inspired me a lot. And I hope it did the same to you. Uh, connecting with Kesame was amazing. Uh, I don't think so. There's nothing in the world. No imperfections, no uh, disabilities can stop us from doing what we really want to do or what we really want to achieve. So I really find it inspiring. And thank you so much for joining in. Your presence and your your ears make every episode make it so, so special. And again, a very, very happy new year. I wish you a great month great week great year ahead and of course a great life ahead keep listening to training diary and your feedback matters to us so do not forget to leave us a review on apple Podcasts, itunes and also you can give us a rating over spotify or whatever platform you're listening to thank you so much i'll i'll, I'll meet you in another episode with another great human with another great story with another great uh, 
with another life changing lesson maybe so yeah thank you so much god bless us all